Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1170, The Art of the Hard Part by David Kane of raptitude.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator today and every day of the year. I find the best blogs and get permission from the authors to narrate them for you. If you're new here, please subscribe. It's totally free and most podcast apps are free. Subscribing simply sends you new episodes as they come out. For now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. The Art of the Hard Part by David Kane of raptitude.com. I was always moved by a particular line in The Godfather. Mr. Corleone is a man who insists on hearing bad news immediately. The line stuck out to me because it was so clearly the opposite of my natural tendencies. I always tried to move away from unpleasant realities. When I started to worry about money, for example, I avoided looking at my bank balance. When one of my friends was mad at me, I would avoid talking to them. This is an almost perfectly terrible life strategy. Virtually every personal victory I've had amounted to doing exactly the opposite, finally confronting some reality or some experience that I had historically avoided. Monsters grow in the dark. So if you like your monsters small and manageable, you probably wanna go and meet them at your earliest convenience. The story arc of my adult life has essentially been a long process of learning and accepting that fact. A few weeks ago, my friend Aileen Massicott taught me something that brought this principle to a new level of clarity. Her suggestion not only destroyed a specific problem I was having, but also seems to be a master key to all sorts of long-standing problems in other areas of my life. I sought her help because she is, among other things, a strength coach, and I'd been having a psychological problem with a very physical task, the barbell squat. Some of you are familiar with this exercise. With a barbell resting across your back, possibly weighing a few hundred pounds, you brace your whole body, squat down, and stand up. Repeat. The movement is extremely demanding physically, but the real difficulty is psychological. If you've ever done heavy squats, you know they have a way of defeating you before you even arrive at the rack. It's a daunting thing to get under a heavy bar, unrack it, and voluntarily squat down with it, especially when you're pushing your limits at it. The intimidating nature of the squat makes it a prime candidate for excuse-making and avoidance behaviors. There's a running joke in the fitness world about skipping leg day. If you don't feel perfect, if anything about the day seems off, if the stars aren't all in the right houses of the zodiac, you'll convince yourself to do legs another day. Being a master excuse-maker, I had taken to aborting or shortening my squat sessions a good two-thirds of the time. It got to the point where I was really only doing it on a token basis, squatting just often enough to convince myself I still do it. Coming out of the hole. Like so many difficult things, 
the squat has only one truly hard part. It's when you're at the bottom and you're beginning to move back upwards. This position is known ominously as the hole. Being in the hole is a convergence of several almost unbearable feelings. You're holding your breath, you're bearing a tremendous weight on your back, and you're immobile and vulnerable. You're about to see if your body will be able to bring you back to the surface, and you fear it won't be able to. The hole is a scary place to be, and you don't wanna be there for long. It feels like forbidden territory that you need to escape immediately. The impulse is to get out of it, and when you're there for even an instant too long, the mind wants to panic. The normal strategy is to really psych yourself up for the squat, dip down, and blast your way out of the hole because it's just so unsettling to be there. The whole time I was avoiding squats, I was really just avoiding that intense, taxing moment in the hole. The rest of it was relatively easy. Aileen gave me the silver bullet to hole anxiety and many analogous types of trepidation. She had me practice a different form of the movement once a week, use a lighter weight, then squat down and stay in the hole, braced and holding my breath for a very slow five count in eternity before coming up. These are called pause squats. This was a very strange feeling, actually inhabiting a place you normally feel compelled to escape immediately. It felt like discovering I could live underwater. It turned a forbidden, hostile, panic-inducing place into a somewhat familiar one, even one where I could find some measure of comfort and confidence. Having this sense of patience and familiarity in the hole feels like having a secret weapon. I'm advancing my squat every week now. More importantly, it no longer feels like something I need to either avoid or confront. It's just something I can do when it's time to do it. Everything has a second act. In movies, the second act is typically where the main characters are at their lowest point. The villain has the upper hand, the heroes are constrained or beaten down. To bounce back, they must respond with a moment of growth, find some sort of inner strength, make a hard choice, or reframe their views of things. By act three, they've hit their stride, and while it's not quite over, it's clear that they're going to make it. My working hypothesis now is that everything that is persistently difficult in our lives has its whole, its second act, the part you hate and want to blast through or avoid altogether. The key to overcoming this persistent difficulty is to locate this difficult moment and let yourself spend time there. A bit of familiarity with that moment is all you need to do to transform a long-term trouble into something routine and doable. The math makes it clear why this works. If you can go from spending in a given week 10 panic seconds in the hole to spending two patient minutes there, the task transforms. It loses its ability to defeat you psychologically because you no longer treat it like a monster. Since this breakthrough with the squat, I'm noticing my to-do list thinning out. My attitude is more relaxed and more confident. There seem to be fewer reasons to delay on things, and my projects don't seem so fraught and risky anymore. Whatever the task, if there's no hard part, good. If there is one, I wanna get there. I wanna meet the monster instead of thinking about where it's going to appear. If I need practice with a particular hard part, I'll find an appropriate pause squat practice, spending more time where I'm uncomfortable, just with a lighter load. I'm already doing this with things I have historically dreaded, cleaning much more frequently, but for shorter periods, ledgering my receipts daily instead of monthly, handling more communications via phone instead of avoiding calls. The lifelong psychological blocks I've had with these parts of life are fading as I willingly enter the hole more often. Any hard parts, any tough second acts don't seem like downsides or costs anymore because I know that they're the most valuable places to be. Any time spent there 
just makes another kind of long-running trouble into a new kind of ease. You just listened to the post titled The Art of the Hard Part by David Kane of raptitude.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com slash old. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So true, avoidance is the enemy. We've definitely seen that theme before, but not from this kind of example. So thank you, David, for sharing this post. And a quick reminder to please subscribe to this show for free. The easiest is to subscribe through a free podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. The show is also on Spotify and Pandora. Even Amazon devices like the Echo and Dot just tell your Amazon device to enable optimal living daily. Subscribing for free through any of those is a great way to help keep this show running. But that'll do it for today. Thank you for listening and sticking around until the end. Have a great day, a great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.